Hey guys, we are back. This is But What Do We Know? We are going over movies and anthologies and shows, talking about what we think, mm-hmm. giving them a good rating. Mm-hmm. Uh, sadly, well, we, first, this is Abe. And I'm Jake. Sadly, we didn't get to Napoleon Dynamite we this week. We did not. No, uh, it was on the docket. We were going to pull it off. And I was going to sit down and watch it. And my wife was just like, absolutely not that movie. I was like, but we need it for the podcast. That's the only reason I'm not married, so I can watch Napoleon Dynamite. Although I hate it. I know. Don't tell me what you think. <laughs> you gotta know for an episode. That's the worst. I feel like I'm the Spider-Man uh. from Avengers. He just ruins everything because they send him the script. Have you? <laughs> did you know that? He keeps giving out secrets, and so now they only send him yes. snippets of yes. it. Yeah. Him and Mark Ruffalo are exceptionally Idiots. bad. Yeah. Um, I just burped. On By the way, podcast. that's okay. You were just eating uh, cookies. That's what you'd eat I'm on so podcast. Sorry. Uh, so, a new uh-huh. thing. Uh-huh. I'm going to try to give you a one-line yep. synopsis, one sentence, um, with the Oxford uh, comma. Hello. Learn that from oh, the other podcast. Um, and then you'll, Jake will give us the actual one. Uh, so, this week we are doing Austin Powers' International, International. Man mm-hmm. of Mystery. Mm-hmm. Runtime, hour, 29 minutes. Mm. I don't know why that I give the runtime. Did you? Is that with credits and everything? Mine stops right at the... So one of the calculations that I did for this movie is contingent on an hour 34 runtime, I think. Did we watch a different movie? It'll make sense in a minute. Did you watch something different? No. No, I watched this. Did I accidentally watch the second one? I don't think so. Did you watch Spy Who Shagged Me? No. And I didn't watch Goldmember because that's trash. Um, but anyway. so it's either between an hour and 29 minutes, hour sure. and 34 minutes. It helps give you guys um, a good insight into when you can pee, when the next time it is you can go Hour to the and 34 according to IMDb. Uh, IMDb, whatever. Suck. What do they know? No, no, they no, are but international movie database. Oh, yeah, but what do we know? Yeah. That's so okay. here's the uh, thing. Uh, I'm going to give the synopsis. Go for so, it. Start. <clears throat> It is 1967, and there is a spy who is needed in 1997 to defeat the same evil villain. That was pretty good. Yes, for the plot, the tone completely off. Like, I need to change the tone of my voice. In IMDb, it says, A 1960s secret agent is brought out of cryo-freeze to oppose his greatest enemy in the 1990s, where his social attitudes are glaringly out out of place. I'm pretty sure mine is better. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I that IMDb, IMDb people. Uh, yeah. Uh, an hour and 34 minutes runtime. Weird. Yeah. Maybe that's af- like after all the credits and everything. Is there really five minutes of credits, though? That wouldn't surprise me. I don't know. Okay. Um, oh, and that's also including like the opening. So I don't own I don't this know. movie. I had to find it for free online. Oh. Yeah. I don't own any DVDs. I borrowed this one from my brother. Was it on DVD or VHS? Blu-ray. Oh, so it was recently bought. Yeah, it was nice. a three movie. Oh, that's what they do when movies suck. They put three movies on one. I think he said he got it for five dollars. Yeah, Walmart. at a gas station. Walmart. Oh, I see those at Seven Eleven all the time. All right, what are never our, a good movie. <laughs> what are our scores? Uh, three, two, two, one, ten. seven. Ten? I, yeah, ten. I have like no complaints about this movie. Really? Yeah. Absolutely none. If I wanted to nitpick, I'm sure I could find something and be like, but the problem is all those things I would nitpick, like this movie's not trying to do. Oh, no, it's it's a dumb comedy. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I I give it a 10. I, you know, honestly, 
without any nitpicking, I could definitely go up to a nine. But I don't think it's very few movie movies that I've ever seen are going to get a ten. So as I was watching this, I was trying to figure out like, is Mike Myers like the funniest human person? ever? 100%. Like he's definitely in the t- he's got to be in the conversation. Mike Myers, if you're listening, come on the podcast. Tell us about how funny you are. Yeah, I just sit here on the couch. We have a couch. Mm. Oddly oh, enough, oh, you know what? You don't even have to tell us how funny you are. Just make fun of us. Tell us how bad we are. Love that. I it would be worth my time. One hundred percent to just get ridiculed. Uh, what? Uh, by Mike ridicu- Myers. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Not Michael Myers, by the way. No. People are listening. They're like Michael Myers. Yeah. You know, two different people. I made that mistake when I was young. So, want me to? I'll start. Sure. Sure. So I well, okay. Before anyone knows, Jake and I are both '90s kids. Mm-hmm. Jake, more than me, because he's a year older than me. Maybe a couple no, months older I'm than me. months. <laughs> oh, months. Oh, so you're, we are just I 90s. I think you're October? December, you animal. Uh, it's, it's okay. I don't know your date of birth either. August. 1990, yes? Yeah. Okay. So uh, we are born in 1990, so we are, like, legit 90s kids. We grew up in the 90s. I don't remember half of it, but My, this movie came out. Yeah. Wait, we were what? No, go. go in 97. Yeah. So I was seven years old. Yep. Not an appropriate movie nope. for a seven-year-old. But did you watch it when you were seven? One hundred percent. Yeah, I did. The nineties were fun. So I, I have a very vivid memory of uh, my dad renting this movie. Yeah, blockbuster. And watching it. Yeah, from a blockbuster, yeah. obviously. And coming home from school, and my dad being like, "Come watch this movie." My mom being like, "Are you sure?" And he's like, "All of the stuff that's inappropriate, he's not gonna get anyways." And so for me, it was just like you didn't hilarious get that, right? poop and pee jokes yeah. and like body humor that was just yeah. so good. I I remember feeling very sorry for the one guard who's trying to get the steamroller to stop. But now that is one of my favorite scenes. At the time, I think I almost got to tears because I was so sad that that guy was oh, just trying to do stop. his job. Yeah. <laughs> What's weird, that's Michael McDonald, I think. I, uh, 100% I think that's Michael okay. McDonald. He is from, oh, uh, man, uh, Mad TV. Like, the, yeah. Mad TV was oh, yeah. huge in the 90s. Well, did you catch Will Ferrell? Yeah, and he was also in it yeah. as Mustafa, Yeah, which is weird. Uh, Mustafa? Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's not his name. No, I'm pretty sure it's Okay. So, um, he, like, Matt TV was huge, so it doesn't surprise me that Michael McDonald is mm-hmm. in that. He was also There's a Stewart. ton of, oh, you're right, that was him. Yeah. There's a ton of people in here who have, like, other crossovers, like, people who Mike Myers worked with on, like, SNL and, I think, other things in Matt TV. Yeah. And other just, like, comedy tours that Mike Myers did. Okay. Uh, as a side note, this mm-hmm. is a side, side note, if you hear a fan... Because the room is hot right now. Welcome <laughs> to California. Um, so we, I, okay, so I watched it fully knowing that I might not like it because, mm-hmm. I, so I don't like old cartoons. Okay. Everyone's like, oh man, Rugrats was the best. No, no, no. It was mm-hmm. only the best because of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Like you go back, that cartoon sucks. At least I think so. I haven't gone back. Yeah. That's Okay. Prime example, you didn't go back because you knew there wasn't anything there for you. I don't know if that's the reason. Okay, well, that's the reason for me. Keep going. Uh, yeah, so I went into this movie fully believing I was going to hate every bit of it. Coming out of the movie, understanding more of the jokes because I haven't seen it since 1997, one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Oh my gosh. So uh, yeah. 
So I put the movie in, and my wife was, like, doing laundry. I had to do grading while I was doing this last night because grades were due at 8 a.m. this morning. Yuck. Yeah. No, it sucks. You just so revealed you're a teacher. Your notes... Yeah, that's fine. Your notes are going to be way better than mine because I don't have notes. I watched it this morning. Well, okay. So I came into work at 12 p.m. I worked all weekend. That's true. Yeah. Um, but, no, so Liz walked in, and I, was, we, I guess she knew that I was going to be watching it for the podcast. And yeah. so... Um, I was like, well, are, like, is this fine? And she's like, absolutely. This is my favorite movie. <gasps> and I was like, like huh? your favorite movie, like number one. And she's like, yeah, I think this just hits everything like perfectly. Is she joking with you? I would not have expected that. No. So she also really likes Anchorman. Oh, okay. For sure. That's going to be a podcast. <sighs> okay. Top one percent of my favorite movies of all time anchorman yeah uh, i love the super analytical movies okay i love me some dumb humor <laughs> okay okay so uh i'm well okay side note i'm super shocked that liz likes this movie yeah and if anyone listening to this podcast knows liz you should also be shocked because she is not an austin powers person I don't know that an Austin Powers person exists. See, you would think so, and then the song comes on, and I'm, like, doing my grading, looking over into the kitchen, and yeah. she's, like, doing the full-on, like, <gasps> go-go dancer him? stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hilarious. Okay. So, oh, like the free spirit flower power? Mm. Uh-huh. I, don't I don't know. know. Uh, so, I th- let's start first, opener. Okay. I think it's super creative. Like yes. the funny, like we're gonna do a dance and I'm gonna run a giant like musical number right yeah. at the get go. Oh yeah, and it's like he. So if you just disregard the fact that he is a spy, an agent, secret agent, mm-hmm. so no one should know who he is really. Mm-hmm. Most beloved guy in London apparently. Yep, love that. So they either know him from other stuff. He's this giant sex symbol. Like he's this cool guy. Very unattractive. Like they make Wildly Mike Myers unattractive. so unattractive in this yeah. movie. But tell me why I want to buy his suit. <laughs> the opening suit. Oh, the crushed velvet yeah, suit. And yeah, and just so do. great. Um yep. so great opener. I think it's super creative. I think the only so I'll I for sure will give this an eight. I said seventh being I'll give it an eight. What doesn't give me to a ten is like the super cringy jokes. Like what? Okay, so I'm not the biggest fan. So I think I love movies like um, Anchorman because they're funny, but it's not like the uh, Three Stooges screwball comedy. Like the you hit them on the head like doing and they do weird noises and stuff. That's not. Uh-huh. Well, did you like that noise, though? Uh-huh. That's super good. Um, and I think it starts off very quickly to like him. Like the I don't know. It's like the dumb humor. So I like humor, but Which, this is like what part really was dumb, dumb humor. humor. Uh, so he, it's like the, uh, I gotta remember the movie even from this morning. So they do the number where he dances. Um, oh, the dumb jokes between him and like Mrs. Kensington. He's like, why don't you model for me and stuff like that? But I think that. that's, that's why it's funny. so funny because oh. he's. Like, yes, if those are just supposed to be, like, throwaway jokes, yeah. then yeah. But they're building that that's his character. Ugh. If Austin Powers is, is a real human being, yeah, that's just really how he talks. I for sure believe that he is, like, the enemy of the Me Too movement. 
where he's like, oh, every girl he talks to, he's like, do I make you horny? And you're like, yo. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Uh, under current social commentary, this is... Not a good movie. This is, well, okay, so it's... It is and it isn't because he's all about, like, consensual sex. Yeah. Between him between and adults. everyone. Yes. But that, yes. But he's constantly yeah. hitting on people. I think, okay, so regardless of the cringiness, it's on okay. par for 90s comedy. Okay. So I, I'll give it that. So the funnier jokes, peeing after unfreezing. So I did the math. How long is that pee? Wait, you did the, like, you counted how long so it was? So I counted how long it was. I didn't use an actual timer. I just, like, tried to keep approximate count yeah. to get an approximate percentage of the movie because I wanted to know, like, what percentage of this movie's runtime it's gotta be like 3%, is just right? Austin peeing. 0.7. Oh, okay. Man, yeah. I don't know how to do math. It's only, like, 40-some-odd percent. So less than a minute. Yeah. And then you divide that by the runtime. Okay. In seconds. So 0.7% of the movie is him peeing. But that's still not zero. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> uh, and then the penis pump one. Yeah, that was I funny. I think that one went on a little longer than I'd hoped, because then it, it's at the end of the movie as well, where they're like, See, oh, use it on him. That's where I didn't, like, I felt like the penis, bringing the penis pump back at the end was jumping the shark. Like, uh, okay. It, that part was, that was probably the only joke of the whole movie that I thought was unnecessary. Yeah, because you don't die from that. It's weird that they it's killed him. It's implied that, like... So much blood leaves his head. Yeah. Goes to his other Yeah, head. something yeah. stupid. Um... Two favorite ones. Uh-huh. Uh, so there's like, so Mr. Bigglesworth, 100% love that cat. Of course. Love that he lost all his hair and that a henchman had to die because of it. Yes. Funny joke. Uh, and then when in the beginning he's like, when Mr. Bigglesworth gets angry, people die and starts killing people. Yeah. The cat's not angry. That's super funny. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Evil not knowing what's happened. <laughs> so he's like, we should do the, like, we should say that this guy cheated. And then he leans over. He's like. That happened, no longer married. So, something crazy. Yeah. I was doing some research on this uh, for the podcast, and the summer that this came out, or like the year that this movie actually hit theaters, yeah, um, was like right after Princess Diana died. Ooh. Yeah. And, and that was so, the one that was married to him, right? I think so. Oof. Somebody in the comments will tell us. But you don't comment on a podcast. You review it. Oh, okay. Well, if someone <laughs> in the reviews, send us an email when we get an email. Yeah. Tell us we'll all the stuff the we did today. wrong. Uh, so, yeah. So, in the UK, this movie, like, kind of tanked because mm. it wasn't the lighthearted, like, uplifting comedy that people needed. It was a parody. Yeah. Of a British, like, classic. Like, yeah. James Bond. So... It didn't do super well over there. And I think they cut that line entirely from the theatrical release. Oh, okay. Because it was such a sensitive issue. Okay. I think, uh, so that's weird that that like takes a dark turn. But anyways, so like yeah. Dr. Evil's whole thing of not yeah. knowing anything is yes. going on. Yes, hilarious. Um, and then he, I think Dr. Evil as a character is one of the funniest things ever. Like so evil, so maniacal, so clueless about everything. Mm -hmm. And then he says, like, oh, well, let's hold him for ransom for $1 million. Yeah. And then number two is like, uh, we make so we $9 billion, billion. Dollars like, a year. That's a lot of money. It's like, and so it's like, like oh, we're going to hold a ransom for $100 billion. 
And, and when I, he's saying a hundred billion, he's like looking over at number yeah. two to like, is this an okay ma? Is this an okay ma? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. hundred billion dollars. And I think, uh, yeah, just super funny, and uh, even how he interacts with Scott, mm-hmm. Scott. Yep. Uh, his, which is Seth Green. So Scott, like how he interacts with him, and he's like, I'm hip. I'm cool. Dark, he does dark, the dark, Macarena. Dark. Yeah, but not even the real Macarena. It's like the Dr. Evil version, yeah. which is always great. And then he makes. I say that all the time with my middle school students, by the way. What? I'm whenever, hip, I'm cool? Whenever they try to make fun of me for sounding old or not knowing what things like lit yeah. mean, I'm like, I'm hip. I'm cool. Oh, jeez. That right there ages you like oh, crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Favorite line of uh-huh. the entire movie. Austin Power runs in after he's like, sto- like at the very end, he's going to like uh, capture Dr. Evil. And Dr. Evil's like walking around the thing. Uh-huh. And he's like, uh, come on, Mr. Powers. There's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster. Yeah. I didn't know that word was around in the I 90s. I didn't either. So when he said that, I died laughing. Yeah, that yeah. was hilarious. Uh, I think... So this movie, it really feels like just a bunch of excuses for visual jokes. Yeah. Like, everything is just a visual joke. So it takes, like, an innuendo, and it's like, yeah. this is what it's going to look like. Yeah. yeah. All of the, like, the, I don't know if this is the first movie to do it, but it's probably one of the most famous movies to do. The, like, moving naked person that's being covered up. Yeah, and they do it well, except so well. the beginning one with Austin Powers. Uh-huh. When he's drinking the champagne, there's a couple times where it, like, is a little off. I don't know why my eyes are drawn there. I don't know. Well, okay, so I was trying to figure that out also. When she's spinning the magnifying glass, yeah. it's, you can see him inverted. But he's and wearing it's not something. covered. Yeah. It's just, like, down there between his legs. It's just a, the same, like, bush of hair that's yeah. on his, like, clearly glued onto his chest. It's yeah. also just on his groin. Which I think is super funny because he is disgustingly hairy. Yeah, (laughs) so good. Uh, Let's see. Uh, I I just I love everything about this movie. The whole thing with like everything Doctor Evil wants is like just a little bit off now because it's the nineties. So he's like he wanted the sharks with the lasers on. He got the mutated bass. (laughs) The mutated sea bass. (laughs) Because he first starts out like we got sea bass and he's like, okay, Uh, they're mutated, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) I I think uh, this is probably the only Austin Powers movie I enjoy, but uh, like looking at. So, do you remember uh, Wayne's World? Do I remember Wayne's World? So, do you remember the part where he's like, we're not just some, like, promotional ad. Yes. And he runs through all those funny things. This movie, without being that, is that. So, um, Tab was huge in the 90s. And if I believe, if I remember right, it was marketed as a female energy drink. I don't. No, Tab is a Diet Coke. Or it was marketed. I remember hearing a weird thing where it was like specifically marketed to women at some point, and it was this moment of like, that's a weird. It must have because I don't yeah. even remember my grandma drinking it. Oh, okay, so he drinks it mm-hmm. and is sitting on uh, and he's watching the moon landing or something. The cans are everywhere. Yeah. Then he is figuring out how to do the shoes. He brings out a specific shoe. I don't know what it is. It's like the old uh, Nike Air Pumps or something yeah. like that. Blows it up. But it's like 
those two things, and then Doctor Evil does uh, meow mix, does the yeah. whole theme song, yeah. meow mix, meow mix, whatever. Um, but it's like they, what is that? It's, there's a word for it. Product placement. There you go. Product placement is nuts in this movie. Oh, I didn't even notice all that. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, the CD. So you'll notice when he pulls mm-hmm. out the CD, he doesn't know what it is. He goes to play it. Yeah. He flips the CD so you see the front of it, and so you know what <laughs> CD it is. It's a pretty crazy, uh, like, nonstop product placement thing. But I get that's how you pay for movies. So, yeah. I think one of the things that blows me away about this movie is all of the things that it's doing at the same time. So, like, yeah, it's just visual gags. Yeah. It's stupid humor. But it's also a really intelligent, like, parody of James Bond movies. Okay. Like, all of the archetypal James Bond characters are in this movie also. Side note, I've never seen one James Bond movie in my life. Oh, gosh. I don't know which one to start with. That's a fair thing, right? There's until, like nine different actors or something like that. Until Daniel Craig was in them, they were so formulaic yeah. that you could watch any of them, and it's the like the same movie. Okay. Uh, to the, actually, uh, Daniel Craig is on record saying that Austin Powers killed the classic James Bond movie because they poked so much fun at it, and they were like, oh, crap, this is right. Right. Love that. Because there's that girl named A Lot of Vagina. Yeah, so Clever two name. things about that is yep. she's modeled after a character directly from one of the uh, James Bond movies, but the name is from Pussy Galore, who okay. is a character yep. in James Bond. Yep. <laughs> Holy jeez. Oh, my god! Uh, how good is that, though? And then... Um, yeah, Dr. Evil, just, like, generic evil bad guy. Yeah. With, like, crazy world-conquering scheme. That never come true. Never come true, because yep. he puts <laughs> the Scots whole thing, like, I've got a gun in my room right now. We could just Let's kill them. Let's kill him together. It'll yeah. be fun. And then he's like, no, no, <laughs> he's like, we're no, going to no, place no. them in a room, and they're just going to die slowly. You're not even going to watch? Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, and then the, so not only, oh, another product placement with the uh-huh. dental stuff, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Colgate, and think. then she pulls out the floss, and yeah. she's like, I get it. I, I have, have bad, bad teeth. teeth. <laughs> yes. Which I think in the second one, it opens up with him, like, smiling, and his teeth are all fixed. If I, wait, wait, wait. Is the second one that? Because I thought. I, is, I think that's the second one. The second one starts out with Tom Cruise, right? Or is that uh, the third one? Oh, you might be right. That might be the second one. I don't know, because Fat Bastard's in the second one. Second one? Yeah, God, Fat that's Bastard's the funniest character in the, the world. One. Also, this is one of the only movies I enjoy where uh, one character plays multiple people. Oh, I Th- thought that was brilliant. Yeah, so this is one of the only ones that I'm like, oh, that was done well. Yeah. Because uh, I think because it's the 90s, mm-hmm. they weren't fully sure how to do it. Because, he, like, Dr. Evil's face is blocked for the first however long. Yeah. And so I don't understand why they blocked it, but then it was, like, a big reveal of, like, oh, this is him. And then they put him in the same room together. Mm-hmm. So it's like it couldn't have been a 90s. Like, they learned how to do it or something. I don't know why they oh. blocked it. But, um... I thought that, yeah, I don't, because I don't like, uh, oh, man, what's the other one that Eddie Murphy does? Oh. Mm. He's, uh, Nutty Professor? Yeah, Nutty Professor. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. So it's like when one character plays multiple characters. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, uh, have you seen the movie Tropic Thunder? I have not. 
Oh, it starts out with ads, uh-huh. and uh, Jack Black is in it, and he plays a character called Jeff Portnoy, and he, I think it's Fat, Fat, Fat something too, but it's like he plays all the characters around the table, and they're all ginormous, like farting and stuff. <laughs> Super funny. Um, a good jab at the Nutty Professor. But, uh, yeah, I think this was done super well in how they, like, go back and forth just as a fun comedy because this is on par with Anchorman, the kind of humor that I can get into. Oh, gosh. This is – I hate that I brought it up because now it's like we've been comparing it a couple of times. Yeah. I think this is on another level. Like, I think that Mm. Anchorman is too raunchy. How dare you? I think that it's grotesquely raunchy. Oh. I think this one, the raunchiness comes directly from this character who's portraying a parody of this time in the world. Mm. And for those reasons, it's really funny. And okay. I don't think those things about Anchorman. Okay. Can we talk about, like, okay, a couple things. One, uh, he gets made fun of. Uh-huh. So I, I think that this is a like if we're getting real, this is a solid movie for grandparents about how they don't fit in the time that is now. <laughs> like if there's ever a movie to explain how old people uh, don't, don't fit, fit always. In. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, he because he aged 30 years without aging. Yeah. So he's technically like 60. 60 yeah, or 70. And he hasn't aged one bit. Uh-huh. And so I think it's like. Um, she makes a comment like, welcome to the 90s. And he goes out, gets made fun of, doesn't know how to play a CD, all those fun things. And I think, like, what a solid, for an old person who saw the moon landing, saw the invention of pagers, and saw everything. Like, now, those are the same old people that don't know how to work their dang smartphone. That text with the one finger. Oh, gosh. (laughs) There goes some number of our viewers. Yeah, the other one. The one finger. My mom. Texters. Yep. My mom, for sure, was like, I was going to listen, then you made fun of me. Abraham, How I stopped you? listening to your podcast. Yeah. Uh, I do think this movie is good. I think watching it when I did, super inappropriate. But now I feel like kids would watch this movie at a young age. I I, saw, I went to Deadpool oh. 2. The theater was full of kids that were not even yeah. close to 12. So, so young. So when I think of, like, raunchy comedies from our time, yeah, like, they're not nearly as bad. Unfortunately, what I think about... No, like, when I think about... Th- so when this came out, this was pretty raunchy for that era. And I think when, mm. I, when I think of, like, pretty raunchy for eras that we've seen, I think of, like, super bad, and oh, more recently yeah. a movie I haven't seen and have no intentions of seeing, Sausage Party. I did see it. I like, did see it, yeah. Those are grotesquely... I use the word again, uh, raunchy. Because there's no point for it. Right. It doesn't even carry the story. No. Yeah. And so, like, the, the penis gags in this one where she, he, she's, like, blowing up the balloon while he's talking about the first time yeah, that he yeah, saw yeah. her, that's way funnier than uh, Jonah Hill, like, spilling something on himself, calling it, like, ejaculate. Like, it's yeah. this, that's not, that's just gross. I for sure, and as a kid, I didn't know what was happening there. No. <laughs> yeah, so I thought she was just blowing up a balloon. No idea. Yeah. Now I know it was happening because he was talking about her or something like that. Yeah, he's re- he's remembering the first time that he saw her and getting an erection. Funnier. So funny. Funnier moments are like when Basil calls in. <gasps> Speaking of which, can we talk about the fact that his name is Basil Exposition? 
His last name is Exposition. Yeah. He's just there to drive the story yeah. forward. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> I when I when he said his first uh, his name, I was like, yeah. that's a jab at England or something, and you're just an, like you're just carrying yeah. this thing. Yeah. And so every once in a while it just pops in like an ex machina. So this story continues, uh-huh. like, boom, here you go, here's a way out. Yeah. Um, but when they're on their honeymoon in the end, yeah. and they're doing their like uh, melon gag, and yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah, oh, so funny. Uh, which is super fun. Uh, what is awful? Real fast, I learned something on the trivia page on IMDb about that. Yeah, if you look really carefully, apparently you can see that there's like tape over the actress. I don't know her name over her breasts because there were photographers that were on the set and they didn't want topless pictures of her leaked from those photographers onto uh, magazines and I guess oh, magazines weird. at the time, not the internet. Yeah. Oh, that's right. The internet was like the very yeah. basic. Like, oh, because they do AOL. Yeah. Oh, what a freaking send back. Because I remember having yeah. to unplug the phone and plug the internet in. Oh. The, the dial. We, we had two. S- oh. Did you have two separate ones? They must have been through the same... They definitely went through the same, like, plug in the wall. Yeah. But we didn't have to unplug or replug anything in. Or maybe... I Because I remember having to plug one in, and, Mm. like, if you got on the phone, it shut the internet off. Yeah. Uh, Ours, if you, like, tried to pick up the phone while someone was on the internet, you just got the dial tone. Oh, maybe that's what it was. But I... I, When I heard those sounds, that was a throwback. Yeah. I was waiting for a floppy disk or something. Because then he tries (laughs) to close a laptop, and he's, like doesn't know how to fold it right and yeah closes it. um he's he finishes the video and he's like trying to figure out like how to like yeah do it but then they go okay back to the honeymoon so yeah, he um basil calls him mm-hmm. on the thing he sits down on a couch fully naked basil's face is what <laughs> covers his junk <laughs> and makes no comment uh, to yep. what he's looking at yep oh that was my favorite thing that he all he says is Oh, am I interrupting your honeymoon? You, you couldn't say, like, oh, is that Osama bin Laden between your legs or something? What Jeez. It's like that? his beard, huh? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, like, when that joke happened, I immediately was like, come uh, on. Uh, that was a missed opportunity. But uh, one character I didn't like is uh-huh. that, because uh, he has number two. Yeah. But then he has that weird Korean wrestler guy who throws the shoe random task yeah so you don't get this because you haven't watched any james bond oh, movies crap. is there re- like an assassin that does There's random things an assassin that he has like a a metal rimmed like hat mm-hmm. oh and throws it, the hat and throws the hat yeah do you know well, the name of that lockjaw character? or something right what's his no, name lockjaw has the the metal jaw oh uh the name of the character who throws his hat odd job Random tap. Okay, that's, funny. Uh-huh. that's good. <laughs> so he throws the shoe, breaks the statue, which I think I'm like, oh, that's a that's cool. odd yeah. thing you can do there. Like you're which, gonna kill someone. Everything that random task does in the movie is a random task. He's like pulling dead bodies off screen. He's yeah. coming over and picking up the cat. Like yeah. it's just pushing Doctor Evil character. back. Yeah. yeah, pushing him back to the table. And I think it was a sucky thing. I, he would have been a funny character to continue, but he's a weird character because his job doesn't matter. Movie's the same without him. Yeah. So it's and just funny. He takes his shoe off, throws it, statue breaks its head, uh-huh. throws it Austin Powers, and he's like, "What are you what? doing? <laughs> like I'm gonna have a bump there." <laughs> And so, and what, and you, it like pans back to his face, and he's kind of confused as if it was supposed to kill him. Yeah. And so I'm not entirely sure what that was about. I think that's what it's about. 
is that it does nothing. That it's just that lame and dumb of a thing that he's throwing his shoe. So random. T- I don't. Why is the guy's name Oddjob? So does he? That's just his he, name. Oddjob. He's an assassin that kills yeah. people. Yeah. Oh, or the Lucky Charm one. That was a funny joke. Yeah. And he had no idea, which is weird because he was in the 90s, so he yeah. should know. Oh, man. So taglines like that are a total wash on people who weren't there for them, I've learned. Can I tell you a joke? It's one of my favorite jokes. It's a serial joke. Like, am I not going to get it or I will no, you'll, get it because I was get there? It. I tell my students, my middle schoolers this, and every single time they're like, that was a waste of our time. Oh, awful. You ready? Okay, yeah. So... There are there's this island that has these people on it, and they're they're kind of small. Uh, they're called trids, and they run around the island. They have like their normal life, and they they're happy. Except on this island, there's also a giant, and the giant it, his whole purpose in life, the thing that gives him the greatest amount of joy, is he runs around, and he just torments them. Usually because they're so small, he just kicks them around. So. The nations of the world figure out that this is happening, and the UN comes together, and they're like, all right, we got to stop this. we got to figure out what we're going to do. Uh, so they send an ambassador from the UN and over to try to like get him to stop. And the ambassador comes back, and he's like, I tried everything I could. I tried bribing. I could, tried like uh, improving infrastructure, whatever. The giant doesn't want anything to do with it. So then they send over uh, the president of the U.S., and he goes over, comes back. He's like, yeah, uh, I did everything I could. Tried to give him citizenship, whatever he was looking for. Nothing. So then they try again, and they send the Pope. And the Pope gets there, does his whole thing, comes back, and he's like, no, this guy like wasn't listening to anything I was trying to, to preach to him. Uh, there's no goodness in this giant's heart. I'm sorry. And so as they're about to just like shut it down and just like, give up hope, this little old Jewish man comes in and he's like, wait, before, before you send, before you just give up, send me, let me try. And they're like, at this point, we, we are out of options. Sure. Go for it. So they send little Jewish old man over. He's a Jewish teacher. And so he gets to the island and he's talking with the giant and the giant's like, no, I'm, I'm just going to keep doing this. And the rabbi's like, well, why do you have to do this? And why are you kicking them so much? And the giant says uh, something to the effect of, like, um, it's really, it's just the kicking. Like, I love that act, and there's just the right size. These trids are just perfect size for this. And so then the rabbi's like, well, what if, if kicking is such a big thing for you, what if instead of kicking them, you kick me? And the giant says, silly rabbi, kicks are for trids. <laughs> And those kids look at you like, what does that mean? What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. For anybody who is around for watching the serial commercials. Yeah. Yeah. The tricks commercials. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, Yeah. I. That was a good joke break. (laughs) Yeah. We need to have more joke breaks. Uh, Apparently. Um, I think. Like, all those are going to be missed on anyone that goes back. So it's like a cult yeah. classic, which yeah. is super cool. Yeah. Because you have those parody movies like Scary Movie that came out. Yeah. Garbage. I don't think that oh. they're good because they do, they've done like, uh, I don't know, like 10 or something them, like that. Yeah. Uh, this happened, it came out with one. And the first one, I would say, is like a super cool classic, mm-hmm. like a cult classic. Mm-hmm. But the other two, not so much. Mm-mm. 
Um, it was just there because they were trying to tap into that money well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like I've thought about what if I showed this because I've gotten to the point where even people that volunteer with me have never seen it are born in like the 2000s. Yeah. And so, oh, yeah. So they wouldn't even get uh, most of these jokes. Yeah. And so, I mean, though, this is like uh, 97. So you're only three years out from 2000. But then by the time that they're like five or six or seven years old, you're into a whole new era of like 2006. So, you know, something else that's kind of fun about this movie. Well, so just recently we saw Captain Marvel. Yeah. Which also oh, took yeah. place in 1997. Yeah. And so seeing how similarly, like, clothes were portrayed and, yeah. like, all of this was very amusing to me. Like, I think it's always very, like, you can't do it any other way. It's super heavy-handed when people try to portray the 90s in a certain way. Does that make sense? And Absolutely. so when, like... Having a movie, let me try to explain. So, like, having a movie in the 90s, you can tell, like, man, that was a 90s movie. But then movies like... That's true of, like, any period piece, though. Yeah, but then when they try to recreate a movie like, oh, this is... They fell down in 1997. It's a little harder, because they do all the major things that everyone would know, like Uh, falling in a blockbuster. Spoiler alert. Um, (laughs) Doing all these things. Having a Radio Shack that's still open for operation. Yeah, and doesn't have a blinking sign, because it's, like, falling apart. Right. Um... And then, like, mid-90s did it super well. Did you ever watch that movie? Mm-mm. Wait, maybe it wasn't called mid-90s. Jonah Hill directed it. Mm-hmm. It was about a group of skateboarders in the 90s. I'm pretty sure it was called mid-90s. I've never seen that movie. Oh, it was super good. Uh, if it was called mid-90s, even better. If not, maybe it wasn't that good and I just lied. Um, but, yeah, I think that everyone that watches it now wouldn't get it. Yeah. And I don't think it's raunchy enough for my, like, the kids I interact with to even enjoy which sucks yeah. because it's this is the perfect amount of like genuine comedy with just the right amount of like dirty humor. I yeah. Think. Any have, dirtier and it's just obtuse because they've seen movies like super bad. Yeah. And they've been like, oh, that movie sucked. And I was like, what? Like, what are you into if those movies are yeah. garbage to you? Yeah. yeah. But OK, so I think this movie, I, I think it's a great. I think it's great. Absolutely, this 100% is a great movie. Need to see it. Absolutely, if you have not seen this movie already, and you were even conscious in the mid '90s or '60s, yes, I would say if you want a movie where you can shut your brain off and not even like yes, yeah, like I was grading throughout this whole thing and constantly found myself laughing and like going like. Wait, he just said, yeah, okay. And, like, yeah. it took me a couple of minutes or a couple of seconds to, like, process the just the absurdity that's being presented on this screen. Like, Since so you've good. asked me to be on this podcast with you, uh-huh. like, I every time I watch something that we have to do now, uh-huh. I, like, okay, I got to take notes on it. Yeah. And this was the first one where, like, instead of grabbing a notepad or something, I grabbed a sandwich and was just like, <laughs> let's do this. And I just, like, I realized, yeah. man, some of this is dumb humor, but a lot of this is super funny. Yes. And so, yeah, I think it's a great, I think this is a movie that is a solid win. Absolutely. For someone that knows that kind of humor. Yeah. But what do we know? But what do we know? I'm Abe. And I'm Jake. And next week we're going to do Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, let's actually do Napoleon Dynamite next week. Yeah. We were going to do it last week. Didn't happen. No excuses. We'll do it. Um, I'm psyched because I get to rip that movie apart. 
I have to do some more research. I'll have notes. I'll have notes. Uh, but yeah, next week we'll start. So actually, yeah, we're releasing every week, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Nice. So every week you'll get a new one. Um, next week, Napoleon Dynamite. We're super stoked about it. Um, so come back. Yeah. All right. See you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.